This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hello everyone. Takaho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. 안녕하세요. Assalamu alaikum. And Kiora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz.
Now 12 p.m. and you are listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. Kia everyone, welcome to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin. Um, so today I'm with a very good friend of mine, Richa Berde. So she is currently here. She just came back from India, so I'm really looking forward to have her on the show. Kiara Nisha. Kiara Rina. Thanks Yay. for having me. <laughs> um, we caught up like a few weeks ago. Um, since you just came back from your yeah. holidays in India. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Um, and I also want to mention that you were on the Arenalty mm-hmm. a few months back. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long while. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. And it feels good to be back, like in Dunedin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So tell people where you've been. Mm-hmm. So I came to New Zealand in 2020. I did my masters, and then I worked for a bit. And so I'm originally from Mumbai, India. And so after two years of pandemic, I went back home for a mini break, mm. and I just returned three weeks back mm. to Dunedin. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Um and I think we'll talk more about the break. You know, yeah. I think a lot of international students and migrants have been going home for breaks, mm. you know, because they really need one. Mm. Um and like I need one as well. Like I'm, yeah. I'm I was very jealous that reach out reach out <laughs> like, "Oh, you know, I'm going back to India for a couple of months." I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> you know. It's <laughs> <That's> not fair. <laughs> um but you know, I'm so happy for you. Mm. Mm. Um right. So I do want for us to talk about how we met because we didn't mention that during the Arenality. Yeah, it I was, remember. Yeah. yeah. It was so weird. Like, we talked about, like, how we how we became friends and stuff, mm. but we didn't say how we met the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. Um, so you might want to share that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Arena and I met for the first time. I remember it was the first month that I came in here. It was February 2020. Mm. And we met for a photo shoot. Woo, super Look models. at us models. <laughs> Um, so this photo shoot was for the international prospectus of the University of Otago, and it was super fun. And yeah, that's how we got to know each other, hmm. and it was amazing. Yeah, I'm glad I met you. Yeah, it was a very random way of meeting someone. Yeah, um, but you know the um, Otago University they they have those international. Uh, photo shoots to mm. promote um, the diversity of Otago. So yeah. we were chosen as like the diverse group. Yeah. Um, but Richa made it on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Just learning from you, you know. I've you never, have been there on the prospectus. Yeah, but not the cover. <laughs> I have never been the cover girl, but she is a cover girl. Um, uh. 
Yeah, that was great, right? Like, um, just the random things, random ways of meeting and making friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I never thought at that point we would be such good friends. Huh. You know? But, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Mm. And, like, from there, we also met up because of uh, Chai and Chat. Yeah, right. Mm. Yes. So Chaya Chat is an initiative by the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council, um, the Women Council. So they meet every week, um, I think lunchtime Tuesdays. I think that's still the case. Mm. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was every Tuesdays. But I think just recently uh, we have changed it to every Friday. Oh, yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So last week was the first Friday and we celebrated it by going to Taste Nature, just <gasps> having the Chaya Chat there ah. as for a change. Um, so that was nice. So yeah, now we'll have it every Friday, I think from 12 to 2. And I'm looking forward to that. That's great. You know, um, I wish I had like a time where I can join Chai and Chat, but because yeah. of work, that's probably mm. not doable. Um, yeah. But when it was done at the um, Dunedin Community House, mm-hmm. it was great because I can go there during my lunch break. Yeah. Um, and just the number of women you meet every day there, mm. you know, it's just nice. And yeah. people there, they were so um, supportive of each other. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's a very nice, safe space for women, you know, to come together from different backgrounds and share their stories and just feel safe and comfortable. Mm. And I really like that um, sometimes they have some guests. Mm. Um, I think one time they brought someone with uh, someone from the Citizens Advice Bureau, they mm. brought someone from the ministry, they brought someone from like um, an arts organization, you know, yeah. just random things to make us learn. Yeah, yeah, mm. true. It's a great platform to learn so many things as well mm-hmm. about New Zealand and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, that's really great, you know, that you're joining that mm. um and you're making connections. Yes. Um, so maybe now let's talk about your studies, mm-hmm. which you have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so like, let's go on like a flashback, you mm-hmm. know, back to when you were studying. How was that? And then you graduated and you also worked for a bit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I um, did my bachelor's back home in Mumbai in tourism and travel management. And after that, I came to New Zealand to do my master's in tourism from the University of Otago. And that was like a very intense one-year master's. Um, And that is exactly when COVID hit as well. So my studies kind of got a bit disrupted, you know, with online lectures and the uncertainty of everything. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh Um, Because of COVID, the tourism industry had a big hit and you Mm. were studying a master's in tourism Mm. how did that make you feel very nervous (laughs) (laughs) people were like oh there goes the uh, future of tourism yeah yeah wow yeah and just it was like did I take the right decision you know um and not knowing when this is all going to end or how things are going to shape up in the future um so it was quite nerve-breaking at that time Um, But I'm glad that my professors were very supportive as well during the entire process. And I successfully completed my master's, which I did not think I would be able to. But I'm glad it happened. And um, yeah, and after that, I got a work visa and I worked for a bit uh, just doing some odd jobs, you know, until I find something concrete. 
and yeah that was a very difficult period because our borders were closed and there were very few you know tourism activities happening mm. apart from the domestic tourism so it was difficult to find a job in my industry mm. um but that was a testing time for me but i kept going kept trying something or the other and then i landed one of my dream jobs i would say so um i worked at the department of conservation for a 6 months role um and that was with the national transaction center team mm. and i got to learn so much in that job um everything about new zealand about how things work and um i was basically managing concessions uh like the permits that ah. are there for tourism operators and other people as well um that was a really good experience and i had like the best team and an awesome team lead manager and colleagues so i really enjoyed that time mm. yeah yeah must be a dream team yeah yeah definitely <laughs> mm. um yeah like it's very inspiring for me to listen to this because mm. Um I've known you for a while and you know you were so anxious after graduation and mm. you don't know you know if, if anyone's going to take you especially yeah. with the very specific mm. um degree it's like mm. tourism you know you can't you know do anything else it has yeah. to be somewhere in that yeah um space mm. um but look where you are now you know <laughs> you did it <laughs> mm. yeah I'm glad it's just I think one should keep trying you know even if that phase of uncertainty and you know at times we feel so negative and that what's going to happen we don't know but yeah i think it's just trying and trying and trying till you succeed <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like from all that experience what did it teach you mm i think it taught me the power of patience mm um i was very impatient earlier and i wanted things to happen you know pretty soon and when they did not that kind of brings you down and feeling low mm-hmm. but yeah that is when i learned with my parents counseling for me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to be patient and to keep putting the efforts you know doing small things every single day so that like there's that compound effect that happens like you do small little things every day which adds up and then it's a huge thing at the end of the tunnel you know like you may not see it every day the results but then it's in process mm. um so i kept doing that and yeah i learned patience mm. i love that it's like it's about being consistent mm. um and just showing up every day the smallest thing you can just like do something every day and suddenly oh wow look what i did yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think that's very hopeful and I, i think i needed to hear that as well cuz mm. um you know there there has been a time uh, with um uh, just like covid recovery and we were working from home we've been mm. feeling like we're in a rut you know just mm. things are the same every day mm. um so just to pull ourselves back into the productivity land mm. uh we need to like push ourselves to do like one small thing every day until yeah. it becomes a mountain <laughs> yeah mm. yeah and at the end you know it feels like a miracle but it's actually not it's you have been putting in efforts mm. you know little little things and then Yeah. it happens. Wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Um you know, thank you so much Richa for sharing that. And I think um the listeners should be waiting for like the other 
parts of your life mm-hmm. later um, during the show. Mm-hmm. But first, let's go on a song break. Mm-hmm. You bought songs for us today. Do you want to share yes. with us? Yeah, so this song is called Khabo Ke Parande, which is from a very famous Bollywood movie called Zindagi Na Milegi Dobara. Um, and this is one of my favorite songs, and it's a very road trip kind of song Ooh. and a very feel good song. So, yeah, let's listen to that. Yeah, that's the perfect vibe for this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, we'll be right back after the song break. Oh, 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 
Tago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina, and we're here for Connecting Cultures Features with Richa. <laughs> Hello. Hello again. <laughs> um, so before the song break, we talked about your uh, journey with your studies in tourism. Uh, you got a job. Um, and now I was hoping that we can talk about how was it like to go back. Mm. Um, this is a very special... Um, story I think for a lot of migrants and international students mm-hmm. uh, we've been waiting for a time when we can go back because of COVID and you did that um, so it's very hopeful for some of us who are seeing from behind or seeing mm. from your Instagram <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us how did you make that decision it was one of the toughest decisions of my life um, because the time that I've decided to go back home, I did not know when I'll be able to come back because at that point, the borders were still closed. Um, and But I kind of knew that I needed that break. And I think all of us, you know, after two years of the pandemic, the COVID-related stress and uncertainty, um, Yeah, I needed that break and just for my mental well-being as well. Um, And so myself, along with my parents, we decided, okay, let's take this risk and let's, you know, come back. Let's go back home um, and see how it goes after that. And, you know, because I could not plan ahead in time and I like to plan things. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was difficult to, you know, be in that uncertain moment and still take that decision. But I'm glad I did take that decision Mm. of going back home. Um, It's good you mentioned that, you know, being in a pool of uncertainty will be very scary for people like us. Yeah. Because I'm like that as well. Like, if I don't see what's going on in the future, like, where's the end point? It's going to be very um, scary. Like, Mm. I don't know what's going on. I probably wouldn't function. Mm. Um, But... I'm really glad that you talked to your parents about this and like you made that decision together. Hmm. Um, that's very beautiful. It shows the family connection, you know, hmm. the supportive family connection that you have. Um, yeah. So how how was that like with your parents and talking about this? Um, yeah, I kind of yeah do consult them during most of my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because it's hard to make decisions? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm like that as well. Like, yeah. oh, Mama, help me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mama to the rescue. Yeah, oh, moms. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I did have a discussion with them. We kind of jotted down the pros and cons of mm. either sides. Um, and after that, it gives a lot more clarity to take the decision. So there were more pros in my list. So I decided, we decided collectively that I should take that call now. And it just turned out to be the right decision. 
at that point i really did not know you know what if the borders would be closed for like one year or something <laughs> and Forever. then i'm stuck at home <laughs> yeah. we really didn't know you know we didn't know like now the, mm. the government's like okay so ben you know yeah just come or you know yeah yeah mm. um you mentioned pros and cons mm. can you tell us about the pros um so the biggest pro was for my mental and emotional well-being um and i'm a person who is very close to my parents and my family um and you know being close physically close to them is also important for me so in the first thing like taking the step of coming to new zealand itself was very tough for me um and because i mean at that point we were just prepared okay for one year and then i might go back for a break or something but it did not happen you know it was two years until i could go back so um i think it was important for me to emotionally charge like recharge myself mm-hmm. and rejuvenate by spending time with my family and just doing that you know just having them around just ha- getting that homely feeling yeah you know when you just get when you're at home around your people yeah and you are here alone you know you didn't yeah. come here with like a group of people mm. um you really came here alone yeah. so i i you know i really respect that like at least for me here i have my brother mm. you know if i miss home i probably look at his face and like <laughs> oh okay never mind because <laughs> um, he's my brother yeah. but like he's still my brother mm. you know it's like brother but like brother yeah mm. yeah um yeah and i love how that's the main point mm you know cuz it really shows how much you guys care about the well-being mm. the well-being mm. part um yeah g- good on you guys i think it's it should be a it should be something that people n- know mm. uh it is important to make decisions based on your well-being and you mm. did exactly that mm. yeah i feel like uh, you know just the way we give importance to physical health we should give it to mental health as well i mean what if it's not seen but it's still happening and you need to do what you need to do in that moment mm, exactly mm. and how are you feeling now i feel great <laughs> i am totally recharged <laughs> and energetic <Yay. laughs> yeah when i when i met richard uh i think 2 weeks ago mm. like she she had this energetic feeling it was so different than um the last few months before yeah. you went back like mm. i could tell that you were just like living life mm. you know just like just uh, surviving yeah. yeah um but you came back with like green hair <laughs> <laughs> that there was a big point you know it, it means you you were ready uh, for a change yeah, yeah yeah i did that just before leaving i was like this is the you know new version of me yeah. <laughs> going for the second innings in new zealand <laughs> i love this i love that we hype each other as well <laughs> Yeah. Um so let's talk about home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um tell us about your culture, your the traditions you have with your family mm-hmm. and um the things you did while you were there. Yeah, I would love to share a few things. Um so like the biggest highlight, I think two big highlights of me going back home was one of them I attended four big fat Indian weddings. Four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you said big fat meaning like huge, yeah, right? Cuz I yeah. know that Indian weddings can be like huge. Mm. Yeah. So luckily, you know, for that time because that was like the wedding season in India. Um so I'm so glad I got to attend those four weddings and of my very close cousins. 
uh, like my first cousins. Ah. Um, so that was great. And you know, all Indian weddings are. It's not just that one day. It's many different functions. Mm. And you know, like there is a haldi ceremony. There is sangeet, which is like dance and music. Then there is the actual varmala ceremony, wherein you put garlands. Um, and you take like seven fairies. um and yeah and then there is mehndi which is henna ah yes yeah uh, and i got that as well and i get so excited with henna i love the so smell beautiful. as well yeah. yeah and yeah so various events and a lot of like different food at the um functions and just co- the families coming together everyone yeah. together and spending time and doing all these activities mm-hmm. together i think that's yeah. special Yeah, so it was great meeting my cousins and everyone, you know, coming together. I really cherished that. Uh-huh. And it's great that you were actually there. You know, mm. imagine how you would feel if you were watching this yeah. from like videos. <laughs> totally. Yeah, if I had missed it, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Um mm. what else happened? besides the weddings. Yeah, so I did I kind of went all out on a gastro tourism trip. Ooh. So, like not a trip trip, but every other day we used to go try out like my favorite places in Mumbai mm. and also when I was traveling. So, a lot of South Indian food, a lot of North Indian food, a lot of uh food from my region which is Maharashtra. Um and then mom and I made a lot of things at home. uh you know and things which you are like special to you because you have had them since your childhood yeah. days mm-hmm. and that only your mom can make for <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> like if you make it 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 never can be I was you know mentioned like even if she gave you the recipe it is not yeah, the same <laughs> yeah it's just it can't be <laughs> no it's only a mom thing yeah <laughs> so mm. i really enjoyed having you know my mom cooked food yeah um and having lunches and dinners together with family mm. um Yeah. That's special, right? When you like we're adults, but mm. when we go back home, we're a kid again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, somehow, yeah. Yeah. Like um like I really enjoy the freedom I have, but sometimes it would just be nice to be a like um mom mom and dad's girl again. Yeah. yeah. And I think my parents would love that as well mm. for them to actually like spend time with me cuz they've been seeing us here like adults you know yeah. doing adult stuff but when yeah. we're home like yeah. we get to be a kid again yeah that's the best part <laughs> you know when you're tired of adulting yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> like yeah home escape. is the place to again not have you know all these worldly tensions and yeah, worries because like your parents are there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like bills and like groceries yeah mm. yeah Yeah, I'm really looking forward to go back to Malaysia probably mm. end of the year ish. Mm. I'm so happy for you. Woo! I hope that works out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There shouldn't be any reason to but we'll see. <laughs> um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. So, Richa, mm-hmm. um since you've went back, you know, um you spent time with your family, how do you think that has helped you um to where how you're feeling today? Mm. I think connecting back to your roots and where you come from mm. is really important um because it has helped me in ways that I cannot see but actually from internally I feel really recharged and it's just you know it's the people it's the feeling of home um and I feel like I'm glad that I put my well-being before other things mm. in my life at that point because that was something I needed at that point and 
I mean, I totally understand that not everyone is in a space, in a uh, you know place that they can do it, and I totally understand. Um, but yeah, I feel privileged and also for the support of my parents that we could make it happen and um which is why now i feel really renewed and i've gotten that energy to you know again take on because it's challenging to live alone yeah so yeah i think going back really made a difference for me and gave me that strength to sustain mm. yeah yeah and i think this story would inspire migrants to remember migrants and international mm. students to remember that you know always put your well-being first mm. if you feel like you can't do it anymore like have those conversations with your family if mm. you feel supported enough to do that mm. um and just you know make plans to go back you don't have to go right away, right away yeah. but at least if you make plans there's always something to look forward to mm. like the way i said you know, just now like oh i'm look- looking forward for december at mm. least like from now till december mm. i have something to look forward to yeah for sure yeah yeah exactly mm. um and talking about like reconnecting with your roots mm. um that's very important right because when mm. we're here in new zealand there are parts of ourselves that's a little bit diminished because mm. um, mm. we have to adapt to the culture that's mm. here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, going back there and just being in that environment mm. uh, and in that culture where you have grown up, mm. that just magically does something <laughs> to you. <laughs> it is I mean, magic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're there, you've been living there for 20 years, you don't feel it. But until you go out of your country and live for two years, then you realize what it is being there back yeah. home. I'm glad you mentioned that because it's not some. It's something that people feel when they return. Mm. You know that oh wow, you know I, I don't really have been missing this. You know, mm. 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 yeah, and yeah. I mean, I got a little bit of a reverse cultural shock also in terms of the traffic, the noise, yeah, <laughs> just so many people huh. because yeah here there are uh, like we have such less population and compared to India and uh, Mumbai which has like 19 million people oh in Mumbai itself just Mumbai <laughs> yeah wow. and yeah. Mumbai is like one of the big cities right I remember mm. you said that a lot of Bollywood stars live there yeah yeah that's right yeah <laughs> that's and so cool. yeah a lot of you know I went by the local trains which I have used for like my entire life going to college and stuff so you know those little little things that bring back those memories and the feeling of being included and being in your own land. Yeah. That's, that's I think, important to that's, feel that once mm, in a while. Yeah, that is so special mm. um, and such an inspiring story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we might go on a song break now because mm-hmm. um, you brought a few more songs for us today. Yeah. Can you share with us one of them? Yeah, so... Uh, this song is called Zindagi Ek Safar from this movie called Andaz um, by Kishore Kumar. And the song is really nice because it speaks about like one of the lines is Zindagi Ek Safar hai Suhana uh, and Kal Kya Ho Kisne Jana, which basically means like we don't know what is going to happen tomorrow. So might as well live in the moment and enjoy your life. And it's a beautiful journey. Life is a beautiful journey. So, yeah, this is a really peppy song. So, enjoy. Um, I love the meaning of the song. I feel mm. like you really planned as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's really great. Um, so we'll be right back after the song break. जिंदगी एक सफर है सुहाना यहाँ कल क्या हो किसने जाना जिंदगी एक सफर है सुहाना यहाँ कल क्या हो किसने जाना हाँ जिंदगी एक सफर है सुहाना यहाँ कल क्या हो किसने जाना अरे उड़ने 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 Hit, hit, hit. 
On Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, I'm here with Richa. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yay. Um, LO in your on Connecting Cultures features a show by, for, and about the multicultural people of Dunedin. Um, so Richa and I today talked about uh, well-being and why is it important to, you know, sometimes go back to your home country and reconnect with your um, culture. And that's exactly what Richa did a mm. few months ago. And I'm very jealous that she did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, Richa, let's mm. talk about your passions. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things you like doing? Um, so I am very passionate about um, motorbiking and trekking. And yeah, I spoke a little bit about it in the Renality podcast. Mm. Um, but along with that, I discovered a new passion <gasps> when I went back home. So I started painting. Wow! Yeah. This is new. I didn't hear. Oh, but I saw your Instagram. You posted some paintings. Uh, no, no, okay, that's someone else. <laughs> I probably have a lot of friends who paint. But yay, you paint too. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that. Yeah. So I just yeah. I mean, I used to paint and draw when I was in school, um, and I did this. You know, the drawing exam. Um, but yeah, and then after that, it just went away. I never touched the brush and I never did it until like this year. And at home, since I had a bit of free time, I thought let's, I got my paints and brushes and started painting, um, got some inspiration from YouTube videos and, and it turned out to be nice. Like, yeah, I I painted a few canvases, um, and so my parents can put them up on the wall and remember me. I think you purposely put it there so that they can remember you. (laughs) Yes. Like, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, And you're watching over. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And it's a good gift as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I really enjoy painting now. And it just feels... It's very therapeutic for me. Mm. So I am going to bring in some... Buy some new paints here as well and continue that, you know, hobby of mine. I love how you didn't have time to do it before mm. when you were here but when you are in a relaxed state where you don't have to think about bills mm. and work mm. uh, suddenly all these um, the, the time the time is such a privilege right having time where you can be relaxed and um, explore your passions it's a new passion exciting yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, let's talk about motor biking and all the other stuff because mm-hmm. you did mention about that during uh, Darinality and mm-hmm. that was actually the first time I heard it and I was mm. like oh my god this girl's so cool <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you always motorbike? Uh, not really I just like I was very passionate about it I used to cycle since I was young uh-huh. um, and then I learned those you know the scooters uh-huh. um, and after that the next step was like I want to learn how to ride a motorbike with gears mm. and fortunately one of my friend agreed to teach me 
and so i was in college when i learned how to ride a motorbike um and yeah since then i've been hooked like i love it i absolutely enjoy it mm. and i went on a motorbiking trip as well wow um, that's yeah, very adventurous <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like pretty tough as well. Like it was snowing and stuff. We were up Ooh. in the north of India. Um, yeah, it was a challenging time, but I love such adventures so much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, that's very special about you because it really shows how adventurous you are. And like mm-hmm. you know, I assume that's also the reason why you love studying tourism and all that uh, Mm. because you like traveling and Mm. you like exploring different places Mm. Mm. oh yeah and another thing i also learned back home was driving a manual car okay that is a big skill because not a lot of people (laughs) can do that anymore yeah (laughs) yeah i think back home like manual cars are more um in use than Ah. automatic cars um, so I kind of knew how to drive a little bit, but not like properly. So I went to a driving school, took driving lessons and learned how to drive at like the peak traffic hours in ah. Mumbai. So that really equipped me a lot of with a lot of skills. Um, I'm sure you were in Mumbai, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mumbai traffic. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to driving in Dunedin now. Yay! Have you got your license? Yes, I have. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to drive on those, you know, beautiful roads in New Zealand. Yes. Like, it's going to be a treat. Yeah, it's so different when you're um, traveling by driving because mm. you get to actually see the view. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to see you travel. You know, <laughs> I think um, it's a shame to be in New Zealand and not travel. Mm. Mm. And yeah. it comes with a lot of privilege to be able to travel. Mm. But when you can, you just do it. Yeah, <laughs> true. Mm. Mm. Good on you. Um, so... For this year, the Mm. remaining of this year, you know, I still can't believe it's almost June. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's still crazy. Like, oh my God, I feel like I just said, Happy New Year, you know. (laughs) But it's almost June. What are you looking forward to these days? Hmm. So after returning from India, um, I settled in here and now I'm looking forward to finding a new job in the tourism industry and I want to establish myself in the industry and um, I want to gain financial security and that independence, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm definitely also looking forward to traveling across New Zealand like we just <laughs> discussed. Yes. When I can do that and I definitely want to try all the adventure activities in New Zealand. Like, I'm waiting for that, but I need to save first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, job first, travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all in sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, oh, I really want <laughs> to share this with the listeners. Uh, we were, we went to farmers. <laughs> <laughs> we went to farmers and we were trying on lipstick and then uh, Richa found like this perfect shade that mm. she was looking for and then uh, I asked if she was going to buy it and she said oh no maybe I'll buy it after I get a job <laughs> so it will actually motivate her yeah um, so yeah I'm really looking forward to see you wear that lipstick <laughs> Hopefully soon. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, that's great. Thank you so much, Richa, for sharing that. I think, um, you know, having something to look forward to in mm. life is very important. Mm. Um, and I love asking this question to people because uh, I just want to see, like, how far ahead are they thinking? Mm. Some people are like, oh, yeah, tomorrow there's this event, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But some people are like, like you, you know, mm. oh, I'm looking forward to the next couple of months where I can travel. Mm. Um, 
So it really depends on the assignment of the person and mm. the things they're looking forward to. Yeah, and I'm also like ro- looking forward to my parents coming here. <gasps> When? No, like it's it's oh, not. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, not a plan, but like they not will. a plan yet, but sometime in the future, definitely. Yeah. Like I want to bring them here and show them around yes. and the beauty of New Zealand yeah. and just the culture here. Exactly. So I'm excited for that. I don't know when that's happening, but it will happen yeah. someday. <laughs> yeah, just having that plan, regardless if you have like a set time frame, yeah. that's doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, That's beautiful. I, you know, when you hear people bringing in their parents to New Zealand yeah. and like, as visitors and mm. showing, um, you know, it's it's very special mm. to, for them uh, to see where their what their child is doing. Yeah. Um, to for them to imagine like, oh, this is the University of Otago that you mm. talked about. You know, mm. Mm. yeah, yeah. Aww, and I would love to meet them. They sound like really good parents. <laughs> <laughs> They raised you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we will all yes meet Woo! for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's something I'm looking forward to mm. now. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, Richa, for being here today on our show. You know, this has been a really good chat. Mm. Thank you so much, Arena, for mm. having me. I really enjoyed our chat today. Yeah, it's very casual. It has music, and yeah. you know, um, hopefully the listeners will get something about it. But if If it's one thing you want the listeners to get from mm. your show uh, mm. today, what would you say? Um, one thing I would say is give importance to your mental well-being and mental hygiene as much as you would give to your physical health. Mm. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I'm glad that thing, people are becoming more and more aware. Um, yeah, so that that would be one takeaway for me from this conversation yeah and that is the best summary of this uh podcast as well like if mm. i want to write a podcast description <laughs> that will be it um the importance of prioritizing your mental health over other things when you mm. know you need it um mm. and making decisions based on that mm. Mm. absolutely yay uh one last song before we end the show yeah Um, so this song is going to be Atrangi Yari from the movie Vazir, uh, and it is sung by like one of the most famous actors uh, actor in the Bollywood industry, which is Amitabh Bachchan, uh, along with Farhan Akhtar. And yeah, this is from 2015, and it's it's an amazing song. It's on like friendship. Ah, so yeah, did you purposely put that in? <laughs> yes, that's what <for> us. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I look forward to listen to this song. Thank you so much, Richa, for being here today. Thank you, Arina. Yari, teri yari, chal mana. इस बारी सारी मेरी फिक्रें तेरे आगे आगे हारी यारी तेरी यारी चल माना इस बारी सारी मेरी फिक्रें तेरे आगे आके हारी मुझको तेरी बीमारी 
Listening to Connecting Cultures features on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.